What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you can call me Cub too. I'm about to go live with Joshua from Sons of God Ministries. We've been doing a Wednesday afternoon special here on the podcast. So I hope you guys are up for it. We've got a very special episode today. Revelation 2023. What does that mean for you? Um, And what is all of this about? We're going to talk about the authentic Christ within. We're going to talk about uh, the deceptions that are in the world right now. Um, What to look for as we go into 2023 and beyond. Um, I think it's going to be a really good episode I'm losing my voice today, so you guys bear with me. Luckily, Joshua will be on here. What's up, Missy? How are you, my friend? Uh, Hopefully, Joshua will um, be able to talk uh, a lot today. He's got a lot of knowledge on what we're going to talk about, and uh, I had some revelations last night as well that I'm going to go ahead and share with the class today that I think are very, very powerful and uh, were actually a little disturbing for me, just to be really really honest with everyone so uh what is up jason how are you my friend isabel thanks for joining derek thanks for being here beloved how are you doing tinting welcome i'm gonna go ahead and add joshua here so you guys give him a warm welcome all right what's up my (laughs) friend what's up brother how you doing i'm good how are you doing I had to get my epic background ready for today, so. Nice, man. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> sweet, dude. Yeah. Check that, that is out. cool, man. Yeah. That looks like Jesus, the way he would look. Amen. I, I don't know, but that's the way he looks in my mind. Because in, um, in the book of Isaiah, it talks about how um, he was going to be a man without any beauty to him. Mm. so very good very good yep yep Yep. so yep and the son of man has nowhere to lay his head he was basically homeless guys basically homeless especially during his ministry uh they would go into people's houses who would help them they would uh heal people they would uh the women i know did a lot of work within the community helping fund Mm -hmm. that ministry if you will um yeah, yeah. I find it fascinating. When you guys really study the ministry of Christ, it's much different than what you're told in church or uh, any type of religious tradition. It's it's fascinating. So yeah, yeah. The so so the thing is, is that when you um, when you really look at it, that's what Christ calls us to do: to pick up our cross daily to ourselves and follow Him. You can't serve God and Mammon. You can't serve the Father and mammon um we can have money money's fine but Mm -hmm. the love of money is what wrecks a person right there absolutely Uh, so it's the main thing well Well, we got a bunch of people joining here and uh i titled my end revelation 2023 because i've had some revelations recently josh has had (laughs) revelations recently we're gonna share those today Um, and you guys are going to have your own revelations going into 2023. So this isn't particularly about the book of revelation, but more about personal revelation and what uh, Josh and I were talking about earlier, 
what is actually required to understand and fully receive the gospel is personal revelation of Christ within you. Yep. Um, so before we get going, Josh, do you want to say a prayer for us? Cub, I, I did last time. I, I think oh, you, you did. Should. You did, didn't you? Okay. All right. Well, I will yep. say it this time yep. then. Dear Father in heaven, we just ask that you would bless today's session. We consider these sessions because you just speak through us, Father, and we are so thankful for that. We, we thank you for the communities that we gather here. We thank you for our message, which is a universal message here. It's for all Amen. peoples, all walks, all faiths, all orientations, and we just love all people that are here in love and light, seeking authentically who you really are, not what we've been told not nope. what pop culture says, but who you really are within us. And we just ask that you would continue to reveal that even tonight, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, brother. Um, you know, it's kind of interesting because earlier we were talking about how we, we were going to hold off a little bit. But <laughs> you said something that just blew my mind because it lets me know that we're in synchronicity as the body of Messiah, as the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And you were talking about the father. Why, why don't you go ahead and let the people know what you were saying about the father, the revelation. you Yeah. Got, okay. We'll explain it. The, this is, this is hard guys, but I'm going to go ahead and, and I, and I said this as I was getting on here, I'm just going to, I'm going to cut loose a little and share some of the revelations I've been having. This is one I had last night, and I was talking with my wife, and it absolutely disturbed me. I've got to pick up my pencil here to do my talk, because that's how I talk. So, um, Guys, Christ never talked about God as we know it, okay? He, he spoke of his father. He spoke of, uh, in the Greek, it's theos. Um, he spoke about source. He didn't speak about this being of God that we that we understand. And I had this hypothesis that I am getting more confirmation on. And we've talked a lot about Yahweh in the Old Testament being Satan. Uh, yep. I think we're both very sure on that, you know, very convicted on that truth. Yep. Um, you guys will have to find your own on that. But I think that Josh and I are both very much there. However... I took it one step further last night, or rather the father did with me. What if God, as we know it, the God of this world, the God that everyone worships, even in good faith, even calling out to God, G-O-D, what did you say the other day, the great old dragon? What if yep. that is Satan, as we know it? All over the world, all different traditions, all different peoples. By the way, you and me calling out to God this Thing outside of us waiting for an answer for what we're praying for to come from outside of us and Christ is saying wait a minute I'm bringing a new father what did you say last week Josh even they said this is a new doctrine this is a yep. new doctrine so yeah it's it's interesting when you open up the gospel of Mark and you read what the people said when Jesus entered the synagogue they were like, uh, they, they basically said, what type of authority does his, does he do this by? But what type of new doctrine is this that Jesus is teaching? Mm -hmm. Like, wait a minute, a new doctrine? That makes me think of putting old wine into new bottles. You can't do it. 
they'll burst open. Mm -hmm. So we kind of have an issue here when it comes to trying to relate the Old Testament with the New Testament. Jesus came to fulfill it, okay? Mm -hmm. Trying to show us that the fulfillment of it is through love, okay? This is why he took those six stone jugs, which is the number of man six, and he took what was in them, that old creation, that old water of the purification of the Jews, and he turned it into a new wine, mm-hmm. just like he did with another. Notice how it wasn't the stone pots that changed. It's not your flesh that changes. You don't turn into a light being all of a sudden. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's what's inside you. Yep. So that's pretty important to understand. Now, also, I said something to Cub the other day, and it just reminded me. I, I just remembered it. As we know it, People have told us that the book of Revelation is a exoteric book. It's something that's to happen on the outside of you. Mm-hmm. And because people have been focusing on a kingdom that's with outside of them because the pastors tell them to, because the book of Revelation has to unfold in a physical sense, people have stopped focusing about what is on the inside of them, in other words. Absolutely. The book of Revelation is a esoteric book. Remember, Jesus said the kingdom of God does not appear from the outside. It appears from within you. And the gospel of Luke, Luke 17, verse 21, Pharisees and Sadducees are asking him, hey, when's the kingdom of God going to appear? He's like, the kingdom of God doesn't appear with observation. The kingdom of God is within you. Gospel of Thomas, we get the same thing. If the birds of the air precede you or or the ocean, you see it. Do not think that the kingdom of God is coming from the sky. It is within you. Okay? So that's very important to understand. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. And guys, that's why I said Revelation 2023. This is not, we're not looking for an extraterrestrial kingdom to come, guys. I mean, that's what it is. Let's just call it what it is. I mean, every culture, every religious tradition dating back tens of thousands of years has their celestial kingdom coming down upon Earth. Maybe we'll see all of this stuff. It's going to be wild. But I'm telling you guys, the kingdom of God is coming from within us. And Christ is returning within us. And those with eyes to see and ears to hear. He was not talking about a physical kingdom, nor was he talking about a physical God. Yahweh says, I am the God of all flesh. Yeah. I had another yep. image I was playing with. You guys know that I do these images and they've got a lot of meaning in them. I did this one because I really wanted to do like your traditional Jesus hovering over the city thought here. But mm-hmm. the other one I was playing with is actually Christ. It's two faces splitting with this like dark matter in the middle and the son of man in like this pyramid tent shape. And it's really cool, but it didn't render out in time to go live here. And what my thought was behind that, guys, is dualism is a huge problem right now within the church. Thinking somehow Mm -hmm. that the Father needs Christ to die on the cross so that we can be loved and accepted by God again. And that's not what Christ taught. I heard a sermon like that on Christmas Eve, and it broke my heart. Because when you feel that way and you think that, it is really hard to find that magic within you. And you guys know on my channel, we're committed here to helping you find your spiritual gifts, helping you step into your power, find the Christ within, and start living the life that God actually intends for you. And I I even want to be careful with that word now going forward 
because it's like, who is this God? We use that term God with a big G and we just assume we're talking about source, about the actual creator of the energetic or spiritual universe. Yep. When there's plenty of gods and there is one God that made the physical cosmos, K-O-S-M-O-S, and we got to be careful with what we say. I mean, words are important, and we're literally speaking spells to a God when we pray to that God. And and if you look at how Christ prayed, our Father who art in heaven, and that word heaven there is not just the word for sky. It's a substrate, a spiritual substrate. Mm-hmm. It's in and through all things. But you don't hear that from the pulpit. No. No, you don't. That's... That's the amazing thing about it. You see, Jesus says, I have come to become a ransom for many. That's in Matthew 22. When Jesus was talking about becoming a ransom, what is a ransom? It's a thievery note. Okay? It's something that a thief uses to hold people hostage. That's what the devil did to us by wrapping us in this flesh. He took what we were meant to be as spirit beings and he wrapped around it. He veiled it. This is what the Old Testament was. It was a veil. This is why Paul even says that there was a veil placed over Moses' face when he came down from Mount Sinai. Mm -hmm. Because it's a veil of the truth. Mm -hmm. That's why the Jews have a veil over their hearts to this day to understand who the Messiah is. That's why Christians have a veil over their hearts or their minds or their eyes to see who the God of the Old Testament is in the days of Moses and different ones. This is why there's a veil here. And because Jesus even says, he says in John 5, 38, you have neither ever seen God nor heard his voice. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's pretty important to understand right there because that lets us know right there that Jesus was letting you know as the truth, the embodiment of truth, the great I am, which there is a lower I am and there is a higher I am. We will be talking about that. Mm-hmm. What we will begin to see is that Jesus was the embodiment of the perfect man as the perfect creation, as the son of the living divine deity. Absolutely. But to pave the way. And show us that we are all gods or living divine deity. Absolutely. We are all that. And guys, you would get this. And I say you because I'm in the class too. So I'm not speaking at anyone like rah, 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 you. I'm saying me too. Like I'm raising my hand first. I'm in the back of the class trying to take notes and figure this all out. But imagine if you had a friend and they're trying to tell you which is the good corporation and which is the evil corporation. And they would be like, okay, the logo of the good corporation does not have any yellow in it. It has these colors in it. And it sounds like this. And here's the characteristics of it. You would get it if you're really looking for the good corporation. I'm just bringing it into modern terms. We forget that Christ told us exactly who his father was and that he did not tie himself to the Yahweh of the Old Testament or even as we're going as far today to propose as, he didn't even tie himself to what we consider to be God. Yeah, It's it's more of that, again, that source. It's a whole other realm. It is in and through us. We are actually interacting as a part of God right now. 
Yep. And, and, you know, this is where like the mystics and the hippies got it right. Like you do enough of those mind expanding substances and you're going to start to understand that you are not a singular consciousness of yourself. You're connected to a much greater global and even cosmic consciousness that is not of this physical reality. And everything in the physical reality is ringing or vibrating at a lower level within the 3D representing a spiritual truth in the energetic realm. Amen. Amen. That's now, what he was talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, because that, that's important to understand because most people will stop at El Elyon just being the mm -hmm. father. Yeah. He is the father of Christ, but Christ is also the father. OK, this is why when Philip was looking at Jesus in John 14, what ended up happening was is Philip, Philip said to Jesus, you can read it clear as day. It's right there in your Bibles. He says that, Lord, show us the father. Mm -hmm. Jesus looks over at him, probably with a dumbfounded look on his face. He's like, Philip, have I not been so long with you that I am in the father and the father is in me? <laughs> so he's he's like looking at it like Philip. I mean, I've been with you for three yep. and a half years. What's going on here, man? I thought you picked up on it by now. Absolutely. So Jesus is the Father. Even in Isaiah nine six, it says, "Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Then the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, mm -hmm. and the Prince of Peace." People will try. Oh, that, that's talking about King Josiah. That's talking about a prophecy that's 300 years <laughs> in the future. He's not the everlasting father. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Jesus is the great I am. And even there is a lower I am. Mm -hmm. And I'd love to explain this to you guys. Because the title that I put within the message was called Religion. Ooh, okay. Nice. Nice. This is important to understand. Because when Jesus went to the island of the Gadareans, there was a man that came out and he said, what have you to do with us, Jesus, son of the most high? Notice how he said son of the most high. Mm -hmm. We were talking about this a couple days ago, too, mm -hmm. about most high is talking about El Elyon, the Melchizedek order, a yeah. different order. These demons even knew who he was. This was a man that was inhabited, embodied by 6,000 demons. He was taking stones and cutting himself near the tombs and the sepulchers. Guess what those tombs are a representation of? It's a representation of the stone tablet commandments that hardens a man's heart because he's caught between a schizophrenic mindset between good and evil like his father, Yahweh, has taught him. Okay? Yep. Yep. This is important to understand because you have to remember, doesn't Yahweh say, I am the only God? There is no other God beside me. Yep. But what, what does Jesus say? Let, let's go to the red letters. Let's go to the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. You want to talk about being a Christian? Let's go to the red letters. John yep. chapter 10, verse 34. What does Jesus say? You are God's. This was spoken unto them, which the word of God came, and the scriptures cannot be broken. So we have one guy that's a liar. Then we have another one that's telling you that you are gods. We have one coming out of the ego saying that I am the only God. And then you have another one saying, 
that you all are gods. This is important to understand because this is the matter of a divine unity of almost like a spider web or an interconnection throughout the globe or whatever you want to call it. You, you may believe it's a flat earth. I, I don't care what you believe. All right. doesn't matter. Yep. It's an interconnection between God consciousness. Yep. Okay. Very important. And it matters a whole lot less guys on what the shit, whether we live on a donut or an egg or a whatever. I mean, what does that even matter? Cause it's just 3d. And we're talking about a whole different realm here. We're talking about a whole different understanding. By the way, the understanding that when you get here, you're actually co-creating into that reality. And we all hear about new earth and stuff like that. And we are actually making those shifts as we speak with our consciousness. The more people join the authentic Christ consciousness. A lot of people talk about it, by the way. But very few people actually get it or actually go there and go, wait a minute, this isn't happening to me. And I read this today. This is a great thing. You know you're in 3D when a big shift happens in your life or the economy or the the C word, you know, back in 2020 or whatever. And you go, why is this happening to me? And then you know you're in a higher reality when you go, oh, this is happening for me. What can I learn from it? But then you're in an even Uh higher reality. You're really in Christ consciousness when you go, how am I creating this? And what can I do to create into this? That's good. That's the higher consciousness. That's the higher level of thinking. Absolutely. This is why this is why it was so important for the Illuminati, Adam Weishaupt, Alistair Crowley, mm-hmm. um, Skull and Bones, Thule Society. Yeah. This is why it was so important for them to infiltrate the esoteric mysteries yep. of what true manifestation is. Because remember... Our Lord Jesus even said, your words are spirit and they can give life. They can give death. Mm -hmm. That's very important to understand because Jesus was telling us that we would be be the creators of what we believe of our destiny. You see, this is kind of interesting because this lets you know that we can pray about things, but we can also manifest things through our word. Because Jesus was the word. It, notice notice how, how there was a flip around here. Okay. John 8, 44 says that you are of your father, the devil, and the less of your father you will do. He was a murderer from, from the, beginning. the beginning. Yes, I read that last night. The Genesis. He was a murderer from the Genesis. So yeah. what Jesus was getting at was this. He was saying he was a murderer from Genesis right there. Right there in the book. Okay. So when it says Jesus was in the beginning and the, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Then what we're seeing is that Yahweh manifests things, not through words. He has to create you as a flesh being. Mm -hmm. Jesus, on the other hand, can speak the words into existence and it happens. Okay. This is what we can do. Jesus's brother, James, even says that. I'm, I'm going to let you talk now, Cub. Go no, for you're it. good. I was looking that up, actually, because I love that verse. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Okay, but what does it actually say there? Again, we, we throw in God, okay? But it yeah. says Theos, 
which means a deity, especially the supreme divinity. Okay, so think about that. Again, it's not even talking about what we think about as God, guys. Like, yep. and, and that's what I personally am inviting you guys today as we go into 2023, because I think this will be our last one before the new year, actually. So um, to rethink everything, like what are you willing to rethink, give up, redo in your life, reprogram that's why our private group on my channel is called Mythos. Mythos is a set of agreements about a thing, specifically a mythology, to try to understand what do I even believe? Because if you're running the wrong operating system, you're never going to get out of the system what you want and what you desire. Desire comes from deity, desire, deity, desire. You have desires within your spirit because God has put them there. And, and let me just say... Theos has put them there. Father, divinity, supremity has put it there. And that runs Amen. through you and me and Josh and all of us, and we're co-creating together. And I just really, really, really want to get everybody out of the God title um, because I Am Trinity says God is not a title. It's, it's a name. And you guys that are arguing in the comments, there's a lot of like, praise Yahweh this. He's the most high. God is the there's a lot of opinions and I'm just saying get over your opinion because this is not my opinion. This is hard revelations that I've had to sweat with and wake up in the middle of the night, 3 a.m. thoughts like this is deconstruction, decoding everything about our reality. And you got to get over what you think, you know, what is it on men in black when uh, he's taken Will Smith in there, and he's like, you know, what, whatever, you, whatever you think you know means precisely. Bleep, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. that's yeah. how it is. Like everything's about to change if you're willing to step down that rabbit hole. And it doesn't mean you're crazy. Doesn't mean you're weird. It just means you're mm -hmm. hungry and you're tired of drinking milk. Yeah. Amen. Well, I'm telling you what, people want to sit here and say, "Oh, there, there's only one I am. There, that's it. Only one. Yeah. No." Yep. Actually, I can prove to you through the Bible that there's two I am's. There's an I am of the carnal nature and there's an I am of the higher nature. Mm -hmm. This is why whenever Jesus said, I am the bread of life, he was relating this to the days of Moses and the Israelites and their wanderings when they were eating bread, but they kept on dying. But Jesus was telling them, mm -hmm. I am the bread of life. You take from me. If you take from me, mm -hmm. you shall never die. All right. Now, he did this with all his I am statements. He related all of this back to the Old Testament because he was showing where the death was in the Old Testament mm -hmm. compared to where life had come in through him. Yep. Remember, he even said, I am the way, the truth and the life. Yep. Okay. John 1 17 talks about for uh, th through the law, th th through Moses came the law, but grace and truth came Christ Jesus. Amen. That means that there was lies in the Old Testament, because if truth only came through the New Testament, that means there would have to be falsehood in the old. Mm -hmm. OK, absolutely. Um, it, it, it says this multiple places. Jeremiah 8, 8. Jeremiah, when he speaks, he says that the law of the Lord has been written down in vain, okay, mm -hmm. by the lying pen of the scribes. Yep. All right. Very important to understand these things. But and and Jesus did not take the wrath of his father. Okay. No. That like 
I, I literally heard that, and I know I'm, I briefly mentioned that earlier. I literally heard that in a Christmas Eve service. And guys, it's easy to understand that when your heart is sick and when you believe in dualism and you believe in a two-faced God, as, as loving as you might think he is, and you might try to justify in your head, well, my father corrected me, so he did that in love and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, no, your father did it because he was pissed off at you. I'm sorry, my yeah. dad did too. I love my dad, but I'm telling you, even out of love, yeah, he spanked me, he corrected me, he grounded me, whatever, but he was tired of my BS. And God doesn't, the, the true God, the true father does not get tired of our BS because he knows it's just in our 3D. And he's trying to love us into the higher realm, love us into our higher consciousness. That that wrath, we've already talked about this. Yeah. We've already talked, that wrath that Jesus took on that cross, that was not from his father. That was from the God of this world. That was from Yahweh. Yeah. Yahweh wanted blood sacrifice in the Old Testament. He got the final sacrifice so that we could be redeemed because we were a ransom. Yep. Because Christ bought us back. Absolutely. That's why we can now have the fullness of the Holy Spirit. This mm-hmm. is why Jesus even said to his own disciples, wait and tarry in Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit comes. Yep. So what is this saying? This is very interesting. I was telling Cub this earlier. That the same spirit that rose Christ from death is the same spirit that lives within you and me. I have the same spirit as Cub has. Mm -hmm. You have the same spirit as I have. You have the same spirit as we all have. All of us believers in Christ, we all have the same spirit. So if we all have the same spirit, we're all connected in a almost like a web this is why elon musk and different ones they're trying to create like this global web in other Mm -hmm, words mm -hmm. they're trying to control it through fallen technology a neural network a neural network exactly and what ends up happening is through us we have a web but in the spirituality through the melchizedek order because of what christ did for us okay now This is interesting to understand because Paul even says this. He says one body, one spirit, one baptism. Mm -hmm. So we make up the body of Christ. And I've already explained this before, that if Jesus is the head and we're the body, we are a part of the Christ. Therefore, we are plugged in to the Christ. So you can call yourself the Christ because you're plugged into the living first brethren who is the Christ. Okay? Amen. (laughs) But we just said something about legion. It's important to understand Legion. Mm -hmm. This one named Legion was taking stones. He was cutting himself with these stones because he had a schizophrenic mindset. And finally, he comes before Jesus. And Jesus says to him, who are you? He says, not, he doesn't say we are Legion. He doesn't say that in the original transcripts. Mm -hmm. If you go to the Greek interlinear and you can look this up yourself, he doesn't say we are legion. He says, I am many. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. Oh, I I thought Jesus is the I am. I didn't know a demon could say I am the I am. He says, I am many. Why does he say this? Because this is a part of that lower ego. Mm -hmm. This is a part of that lower nature of the law of stone tablet commandments. This is why Yahweh could sit there and say that I am 
God. I am. Because in one body, think about this, in the body of Christ, it's a bunch of people. It's all of us that make up this whole as the Christ. Mm -hmm. It's like a consciousness on the whole as a level. Mm -hmm. But in this one man, he embodied 6,000 demons. Okay. In one man. This is this is important to understand because Satan had power to do this because this was over the the man's flesh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In other words, he was able to enter him because that would be the one man that would embody it all. Mm-hmm. Where th- this is selfishness. This is talking about selfishness. This is talking about ego because you're sitting there saying, "Oh, I I want to be the one guy. Mm-hmm. I want." But Jesus said that the works that I do, you're going to be able to do greater. Absolutely. Jesus said that, Father, I pray that the honor and glory I've had with you, my church will have with me and you. Mm-hmm. So what we're seeing here is the selfishness of the I am. And then there's the graciousness of the true I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. Satan yep. is always a counterfeit. He's a mocker. Yep. This is why Genesis 1 is about the Elohim creation, where the father and the divine mother were. But in Genesis 2, Yahweh comes along, Genesis 2, verse 4, the first time ever. And he wraps the spirit man in a flesh substance. Yep. Okay? Very important to understand. I pray that I makes had, sense. Uh, I had a comment, and I want to answer this because it's perfect with what you just said. Okay, somebody yeah. just said a minute ago, I guess you guys don't believe in the Trinity. And my question for you is, because... Okay. I'm not here to tell you I know anything, but I'm just going to tell you, ask better questions. You're asking the wrong question. You're asking a question that's been asked a million times already. And all Josh and I are doing is we're asking better questions. Whether we're smart or dumb, I can't say, but we're just bold enough to do it. And you need to be bold enough to do it too and quit arguing on what you're programmed. You're programmed to believe in Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's been said for thousands of years there are several popes that made that super popular. The triunity of three dudes, by the way. You guys are all worried about gender identity, but you got three dudes in a trinity. No, 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 no. The origin of the trinity is the divine feminine, the divine masculine, bearing the logos. Mm-hmm. And I want to read what the logos is. Literally in the verse that Josh just quoted earlier in John 1.1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God, actually Theos, not God. Yep. It's, it comes from the Greek word Lego. You know what a Lego is? Click, 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 build, build, mm-hmm. build. Okay. It says a topic, also a reasoning or motive. Okay. Well, that's kind of the base, but if you get into the extension of it, and I love getting into the extension because that's where the root of all of this is. Mm-hmm. It says a computation specifically the divine expression. And that's what the Trinity really is, guys. Mm -hmm. And you've been lied to over and over and over and over to believe somehow that the Trinity is three dudes rather than a loving father, a loving mother, all in spirit and in truth, bearing God within man, Mm -hmm. fully within Christ walking on the earth, then extended into us because we are in the same body. We're in the same makeup and, and spiritual matter, not physical matter of it, but spiritual matter 
a part of that computation. Yeah. You don't need the neural networks. You don't need the fallen angel technology, guys. I can send you a message right now by tapping into the divine consciousness. Josh and I are on the same wavelength, not because we email and text all the time, but because we literally talk maybe once or twice a week and it's like, boom, boom, boom. Had a dream last night. I'm on this wavelength. Oh my gosh. Like, and it's not like we sit there and watch each other's videos to try to tune in. I'll catch a few of what he does. He'll catch a few of what I do, but we're both doing our thing. And that is what I'm talking about. Like you have the technology of technologies within your body already and nobody put it there (laughs) yeah that's amazing that's the grand architect yep of the truth in christ you see you have a you have a counterfeit architect that's the that's the that's the demiurge that's the god of this world Mm -hmm. that jesus if you don't like paul even jesus talks about the god of this world he talks about how there's a prince of this world and he's getting ready to be judged. Yep. It says this in John 12, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really important to understand this because this man known as Legion is a representation of religion or religion. <laughs> Many, this, many, 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 many yep. different demons into a person. Mm-hmm. When you think and you sit there that you aren't the divine deity, mm-hmm. what you're actually doing with that, you are not realizing your true identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. How Jesus said that he wants more for you than what he ever even had. Guys, Amen. I'm not knocking the Son of God because Jesus is the Son of God. You know, the Apostle John even made it clear that if a man doesn't believe Christ came in the flesh, that man is Antichrist. I, Jesus came in the flesh, all right? Mm-hmm. We've proven this beyond a shadow of a doubt within uh, uh, documents and archaeology, different things. But at the end of the day, Jesus wasn't just telling, oh, Lord, forgive me. Just to get on your knees and say, oh, my God, I'm such a worthless worm and such a (laughs) sinner. Oh, Lord, you should just strike me down right now. No, he's not saying that. What Jesus wants you to do is he wants you to walk in your divine calling. He wants you to walk on the water. What does it mean to walk on the water? It means to walk over Leviathan. Leviathan is the sea beast. Leviathan also has to do with Levi or the Levitical priesthood, which is the law or the Torah or Satan. Yep. Absolutely. Jesus wants you to walk over him. This is why, like we said earlier in Mark chapter one, the people did not realize what Jesus was doing. And they even said that this guy's bringing a new doctrine. What's going on here? <laughs> He's not following our Torah. What's up? So it's it's so important, you guys, to get this and understand it. And once you do, the demons are released from you. It's not because we're performing physical miracles on people. They're spiritual miracles, and people are being set free from the schizophrenia that put the man in the Gadareans 
that had 6,000 demons within him. He was a schizophrenic. Mm -hmm. That's what this religion creates within you. Yes, absolutely. So even Paul, I think, talked a little bit about the idea that, um, you know, and and you and I have talked a lot about Paul. I think we're going to talk more about it probably this next year, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. There is one thing that he says that bothers the heck out of me, and it's because I was there, and it was I do the thing which I hate. Yeah. And when you really step into Christ consciousness, and you really get there, and you're like, okay, I'm done with all the the religiosity, the churchiosity, whatever, all the stuff, and you start to actually love yourself, and you start to actually look in the mirror and see God within you. Uh-huh. that changes the paradigm guys and you become allergic to the sin that you Everything. so vehemently fought against before and in fact you realize that that sin isn't a like legally binding agreement that i am not good enough for god it is literally just being out of vibration with the divine consciousness and as soon as you strike into that sin frequency or lower vibration, whatever you want to call it, you find yourself in the flesh. You're not in the spirit. You're not tapped into your power. And you need to ask yourself, why does my God not want me to find my power? Oh, because he wants to be worshipped. Well, the true God doesn't want to be worshipped. He wants to be experienced. Boom. That's what the Gnostics believed right there. Yep. Experiential Gnosis. Yes. Guys... We're all on this journey together. Some of us are ahead uh, than other ones, but that's okay because all of us are in the same journey. This is why when we operate as the body of Messiah, as the body of Christ, Mm -hmm. we can learn so much from each other. There's things that I can learn off of Cub that I can't learn myself. And he, he takes things and he can break it down for you. And then there's things that I say that Cub does, it doesn't know how to talk about it, but, but we're going back and forth with this. Yeah. This is the way the body of Christ works. We're not trying to sit here and say, here's me. I'm, I'm the one man in all this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Matter of fact, I want more people to grow their channels. I'm, yes. Yes. Seriously. Absolutely. absolutely. But yeah. And I'm going to be doing a workshop for anybody that wants to be a spiritual content creator at the very beginning of the year. Um, and, and that may be something you're interested in, in kind of co-doing too, but I think there's a lot of people that have a message now and you need to get it out there. Time is not on your side. Um, no, it's time. Step up, put your face on camera, get over yourself, get over the ego. Um, I'm telling you guys, I'm, I started doing this out of necessity. Uh, I lost everything. I agreed that I could lose everything if God would build me back up. Mm-hmm. He has, he is, but it, it took a big, bold move. And that's what it's going to take for you too. You know, you, you dip your toe in and once you get a drink of it, you go, okay, I think I'm being called for this. And you need to listen to that now. 23 is your year. Our world's going to be changing over the next 10 years, guys. Oh and, yeah. And, I mean, like you don't even know. Yeah, Josh and I know more than we're going to share right now. We're going to be sharing mm-hmm. and revealing things on our, each of our channels over the next couple of years, however long the Father gives us to do this. Yeah. But yeah. there's stuff that you need to be aware of, but you're you're not going to be ready if you don't. The best way to get into this is create into it, is what yeah. we're trying to yep. say. Exactly. Yeah. 
this is this is not about money, you guys. This is not about oh, I, I got the truth, and everyone yeah. else needs to just pay me and so yeah, no, exactly. I can give a crap about your money, honestly. The only thing that I care about is that you have the truth, because guess what? When I'm standing before the great and almighty, divine, living divine deity, the Lord Jesus Christ, guess what? I don't want him to say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, which here's the thing about that. And this is very interesting when you look at it. When Jesus does that, why does he do that? First off, he calls them a worker of iniquity, not because he's judging them, Mm -hmm. but because they're already under a curse. Jesus even said in the gospel of John that he doesn't judge any man. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, even, uh, I think it's in John 8, that the Jews, anyone that's under the law, they already have a judge. And their mm-hmm. judge is the accuser of the brethren, in other words. Okay? That's convenient. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. So, this is more about truth, you guys. This is more about loving on each other, coming Absolutely. to acknowledge truth, and really seeing the progress within our community. We're we're not we're not cults, all right. We're not going to take you out in the middle of Alabama and and, and uh, give you some uh, some poison grape juice or something like that, all right. Yeah, not exactly. John Jones or Jim Jones or whatever yeah, his name. Yeah. All we want you to do is this, and we said this before. Don't take our word for it. Yeah. Look it up yourself. All right, guys. And I'm I'm gonna second what Josh just said. I get the whole you know cult leader thing all the time. I don't give a crap what you guys think. I've been called worse. I've been called better. So say what you will. But here's the deal, Josh and I. We do need your support. We do pour ourselves out here. We need yeah. money for the mission, and we're not doing a big drive. Oh, support us or whatever. I offer tangible products and services, and I know he's got things coming next year. But yep. and you guys want them? Great. You don't? Great. We're still here for free. Yep. I'm here twice a day and ten short videos a day, and Josh is pouring a ton of content out too. So yep. if you guys think that that's our mo, then by the way, that attitude you will never receive the truth, yeah, ever, because you're in a vibration that if God came and tapped you on the forehead, you wouldn't recognize him. Yeah, guys, I. I'm 28 years old now. When I was about 21, 22, I had to wake up from the Lord. And um, I was lucky if I ever even read maybe three books in my entire life up to 21. I was a, uh, I, I, I was a party boy. I went out, I, I did a bunch of crazy stuff and everything. But what, what ended up happening is I had a amazing encounter one night and um I picked up the Bible and I started reading it mm-hmm. and I started reading it like eight to 10 hours a day. I look back on it now. I'm like eight to 10 hours a day. How in the heck did I read it eight to 10 mm-hmm. hours a day? Mm-hmm. But I've been doing that for about seven, eight years now. That's awesome. And I'm telling you this much right now, what we've been taught, what we have been shown by the churches it's not as it seems I'm telling you that much. Yeah, absolutely. And Jesus made it clear. And if we would actually read those words, 
I'm, I'm getting serious with you right now. If we would actually read the words of the Lord Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. he never told you he was sending you to an eternal pit of fire mm-hmm. or eternal torment. He told you that you're already loved. But all you have to do is believe on the Son of God. You see, even John chapter 1, or 3, sorry, says that he that believeth on the Son is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already. It's not because Jesus is condemning you. You're already under a curse because you're not believing the one Mm -hmm. that went on a cross as the curse for you. So here's the thing. At the end of the day, you create your own misery. You create your own harm. And the words that you speak can give life or they can give death. All right? Mm -hmm. You can be in the gates, in the kingdom, or on the outside of the gates with the weeping and gnashing of teeth. It's not talking about physical. Mm -hmm. It's talking about the spiritual kingdom. All right? Amen. So, with that. And ask yourself, what do I believe? And then if you cannot answer why, it is your responsibility, not mine, not Josh's, to find the truth, okay? No. It's yours. It's not up to TikTok or YouTube or Facebook or Google or whatever, or Bible Hub, or by the way, even your Bible, okay? It's up to you because the truth is within you. And the Father will reveal that truth to all of those who seek it. Ask and you will receive. You guys think that's about a red sports car in the driveway with all the manifesting woo-woo. And you don't realize that you have complete and utter spiritual authority through Christ within you. You believe in heaven and hell because the Catholic Church told you about it. And then a guy named Dante wrote a fictional book trying to flip off a bunch of people he was pissed off at and wrote about them being in the yep. seven layers of hell, and now that's made it into every sermon under the sun, and you believe that that place is real, mm-hmm. and you don't you don't even think about the spiritual matrix. And I'm saying you, I'm I'm with you. By the way, this is the the all you. This is all of us. Yeah, yeah. And it, and that's where the true illness is. Okay, that's where the disease comes from. We are in disease as a culture, as a society, as a consciousness, because we don't even have the right data. And it's our jobs to recover that. Yeah. Yeah. So we are the body of Christ. We make up that body as Messiah. This is why it says, as lightning shineth from the east to the west, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. I want you to think of this. You're a son of Adam. You're much greater than Adam. Mm -hmm. You're a son of God. Wait, oh, wait a minute. Oh, this this is interesting now, because if you're a son of God, because that, that's what this ministry is called, Sons of God Ministries. Why, well, why do you think we named it that? But as many as received him, to them gave you power to become the sons of God. The power, the authority. Did you know that that word authority or power actually means the I am? Mm. Yeah. Look it up. Okay. So as Jesus said. I am, you can say you are the I am because you are a part of his body. He is the head and we are the body. And the head cannot move without the foot. So, therefore, we have been given authority. We have been given power to fill the earth with his glory. 
to let atheists know, to let agnostics know, anyone in any other religion that believes in the eternal pit of torment. That, no, that's not the way our Father works. He doesn't send you to an eternal pit of torment. Mm -hmm. He doesn't do that. You're already in your own hell right now here on planet Earth. Yep. Okay? And of all of those you just mentioned, the one that needs to be mentioned the most is it is our responsibility and our privilege to let Christians know this. Yeah. Because there's a huge, huge illness going through that community right now. Whether it's an illness of the ego or just the dualism of trying to serve the Father as a dualistic God, God of the Old Testament, and not understanding what's really being said. Or the whole church culture thing with flying drummers from Christmas. I mean, you guys saw that on. There's the problem. There's a reason, and I'm... I'm going to end on this, and I, I just realized this today. A lot of people always say, you know, in John 6, why does Jesus say you must eat my flesh and drink my blood? That, that sounds like a cannibal. Mm-hmm. There's actually a reason why he was saying that, and it's actually an idiom behind his words. And I just learned this today, and it's in the book of Numbers. It's because Yahweh wanted to give the people flesh to eat and something to drink while they were out in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. So when Jesus was saying this, it was an attack, not so much an attack, basically a front to Yahweh because he gave this bread in the wilderness Mm -hmm. where people died. Mm -hmm. Did you know in the very exact same chapter when Jesus talks about drinking his blood and eating his flesh, he's talking about how he is the bread of life as well. That means it would have to correlate with this book from Numbers. Jesus was saying this because it was coming against the doctrine of Yahweh. It was coming against the death. Remember, the Mm -hmm. thief cometh not before to steal, kill, and to destroy. Yahweh was destroying people in the Old Testament. But Jesus came that he might give life and life more abundantly. Amen. Amen. Very good. Yep. Well, guys, I think that's a great note to end on. Um, you've got a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions in the comments right now, and you guys know the answers. I mean, we could sit here all day and go through all of them, but I'm telling you, we don't have the answers. And any answers we get are coming directly from the Father. Like, we're we're just interacting with the spiritual matrix. That's all we're doing. We're not, uh, you know, I mean, Josh studies a lot and I study a lot, but it's this is not book knowledge. OK, you can connect the dots. There's plenty of people with book yeah. knowledge that still yeah. haven't connected the dots. OK, that's yep. a whole different spiritual skill set in and of itself. So, yep. the one the one thing I could tell people is this. Don't study all these books that man wrote today. Yeah. Yeah. Study the Bible. And study the old ancient texts, like the Mahabharata, the Vedas, yes. um, the Sumerian tablets, different read ones. Read the Bhagavad Gita if you have not read it, and you will it will blow your mind how similar the message that Krishna has is yep. the the message of Christ. Like you, it just you guys want to rock your world, especially if you grew up in a Christian evangelical setting, like I did. Mm-hmm. go read that and you go wait a minute okay there's like this universal thing being said here and it's all connected then you start looking into the norse then you look into 
Celtic, then you look into like the Sumerian. Like, yeah, it's all connected, guys. It's all connected. All yep, absolutely. It, it's it, it's very interesting, man. It's um, it's all interconnect. Everything, all religions are interconnected, mm-hmm. and uh, just there there's definitely more to share with you guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, we, we got about another 100, 150 videos of this type of content. <laughs> yeah, I got, absolutely. All right. Yep. So, but it's almost like you come in and you kind of understand what you're going to say, but then the Lord will lead you in a completely different direction. Yep. And um, you get revelations while you're talking on things. Yep. So at the end of the day, what we need to realize is this, is that our revelations don't come from book knowledge. Mm -hmm. They come from spiritual knowledge, from experiential knowledge, from understanding. This is, this is what I like to do. I like to take the red letters of Christ and center around everything that we have. Mm -hmm. And if they don't correlate with that, then there's a problem. Absolutely. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. So, yeah. Um, well, thank you guys. Uh, Joshua's website is www.sonsofgodministries.org. You got that go check out. Yeah, I do now. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> you guys can go check out everything that he's doing over there. Um, yep. and then yep. I'm over at cub cooker, C U B K U K E R.com. Uh, that's where I've got my group, spiritual resources. Uh, we've got a free Facebook group. We've got a paid group, all the stuff. Whatever you guys want to do to go deeper, whatever, whichever message you vibed with, or if you vibed with both of us, that's awesome. Amen. We just love collaborating because we've just got such a good chemistry and and really friendship now. I mean, Josh and I have really yeah. become friends over. By the way, you're ten years younger than me, so that's <laughs> that's crazy, man. I had no idea. I, f- I feel so old today. But, oh man, yeah. I, I didn't know you were thirty. You don't yeah. look. Well, it, man. I turned thirty-seven actually, so nine years, but you might as well be ten, but. I'll be 37 in March, so yeah. Really, wow, man. Yeah. Well, I'll be I'll be 29 in January. So well, good, good for you. Your back doesn't hurt yet, then. So just wait, man. You tip over that 30 mark, and I'm staying him. <laughs> good I'm for staying, you. <laughs> I stay in the gym, yep. so that's uh, that's one thing about it. So good, good, good. Well, yeah. guys, we love y'all. Thank you for being here, um, and we'll just keep you posted about more stuff we're going to do in the future. So be looking for that after the new year. Josh has stuff he's doing on his side. I have stuff I'm doing on my side. And we'll probably do more collaborating, I'm sure, in the new year. So yep. lots of cool Amen. stuff coming. So, Amen, anyway, brother. Josh, thank you, my friend. <laughs> Bless you, Cub. Have yourself a good night, brother. All right, you Bless too, you, man. Y'all have a good night. Thanks, guys. All right.